Hi, this is Dr. Mark Sell from the podcast Therapy for the Heart, and this is episode 85. And I want to talk about how the chaos that we have, at least the way I perceive it, in terms of the universe, in terms of how we're being governed, and uh, I sense there's a lot of disinformation being passed around, misinformation, and this is often the tool of uh, uh, dictators and authoritarian regimes that use this um, confusion in order to not have the truth about what's going on. So I've been thinking a a lot about that. And um, disinformation is false information that's spread deliberately to deceive. And our president says one thing and then backtracks. Another fact that the Post, uh, the newspaper, reported 15,413 false or misleading claims in 1,055 days an average of about 14.6 per day made by a president. So this is the atmosphere that we're living in, and I think about how it affects our children, mostly. And this is what therapy for the heart is often about, our children. So this, I think this affects our children in some way, because they hear what we're saying, uh, what Trump says, they see it on TV, they see that Trump is, he's happy about the children, the children chanting, send them back, send them back. What kind of a message is that? These are four women of color, congresswomen, and he's encouraging them, the children, in the second row, to chant, send them, send them back. I wonder what our children think about when they see that. I wonder if we ask them or if we talk to them about that. I'm just making a suggestion right off the, right off the cuff that we do talk to them about that if they're watching this, because how are they interpreting that? Supposing they're children of color, send them back. These are four bright women, congressmen, send them back. And then they said, well, yeah, well, we're from here. <laughs> send them back. That's what Trump said to them. So this is the kind of message I think that, I don't know how our children are really interpreting them. and. Um, there's some, like 17, 17% of the population does not trust the government. 17%, that's huge. And this remark about send them back, you know, I think that's racist. You know, it's pretty obvious to, to me anyway that our leader is much more happier with having a white population than having black and brown people that be a big part of, the, uh, of this, our universe here of country. It's obvious to me, and I think if you really look look at the news and the things that he said, it's 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 not a good situation. I mean, age, at age five, children of color internalize negative stereotypes. At age five, they internalize them. So, what's happening with them when they're hearing their parents, who may be white and uh, uh, prejudice, or may, maybe not even meaning to let slip some. Uh, negative uh, thoughts and attitudes about people of color, you know, how is it impacting them? And if they are children of color, they are bad because of the color of their skin, which is how children often interpret it. You know, we talked about how some children are trying to make their skin white because of they felt that the color of their skin was bad. Send them back. How can children interpret that? Maybe if they're an immigrant children, how would they hear that? They, they, maybe they could be sent back. And this idea of a 
of people coming across the border who are criminals. You know, pre the, our president needs to have a border wall. He needs to have that, and there's no sense in having that. That's for his own perspective in terms of what he wants to do with his base. But there's no there's no threat of, of people coming across the border and and uh, doing anything to the people here. The, the fact of the matter is that people here commit more crimes to, towards their own people than immigrants. And we've talked about that in terms of the statistics. There isn't any relevance, any sense to what this fear that Trump is, is incurring. But it's really affecting, I think, affecting our children too. And this is what we're hearing, not truth, but lies. Racist school bullying have, has risen in areas that voted for Trump in presidential elections. The study finds for every 10% point, point increase in voter support for Trump, the researchers found an 8% rise in reported bullying and a 5% increase in bullying because of a student's race or ethnicity. I guess the topic of the day in my mind is, is, is just this confusion in the state of mind that we're living in and what we have to live with in terms of it's being it's being put on us we didn't ask for it but i do but think about the children and how they're interpreting these these the assassination and they see the news you know somebody presses a, a button our leader and he someone's dead across the seas there's another interrelationship uh with racism and the stress that it incurs and the fear, and it's all interconnected, and I think it's connected with creating anxiety, which interferes then with learning. And I think children become discouraged from, from uh, graduating because what's going to happen with them when they graduate? What's this future going to be for them? It brings up an uncertainty about the future, and this whole atmosphere that we have is very, very uncertain. We need to feel secure. The wall fosters force, a false sense of security and it's costing us a lot of money and grief. And people are dying and children are dying in custody and detention because of this situation. It's, it's been a tough year too because in 2019 it was the, the highest number of mass killings in history. The highest number of mass killings in history. There's been a steady increase in hate crimes. Uh, frequent targets are members of the LBGTQ community, African-Americans, indigenous people, Muslims, people with disabilities. So it seems like chaos and disinformation is the norm and the rise in hostility and prejudice and religious also attacks lately on Jews. And the ethical and moral norm is lying. What did Trump do? He retweeted the name of the whistleblower? What kind of caution is that, retweeting the name of the, the whistleblower? It's self-serving on his part and wants to keep his promise for his base. But what about the proper promise to us and to keep our children safe and to keep them comfortable and, and, and secure and not anxious? You know, I was looking at um, some things that were they were writing about Denmark, that country. Now, that, that you can't compare. Well, you can and you can't compare Denmark with the United States.
But from age six to 16, their requirement for their students is to have courses in empathy. Courses where children listen to each other, learn to listen rather than fight. Try to understand rather than be judgmental. And Denmark for past seven years has one of the three happiest countries. So as I'm listening my, to myself talk tonight, um, I feel like I'm ranting. And yes, I am ranting. And I'm ranting because I'm very upset and angry about the things that I've been talking about, particularly the weight that it puts on our children and our very, very young children up to our, our children that are thinking about their future. And there's no way for them to have to exist in this world. They have enough problems and they do have to have struggles and they learn from their struggles and they learn to be stronger by mastering them. But I think this is a lot they have to cope with. So yes, I'm angry. Yeah, so I feel like that guy in network who told everyone to stick their head out the window and say, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. So in my state of mind right now, I think again of those children that were in the second row and they were chanting, send them back, send them back. And then I think about the parents who have children who were black and brown and how they feel about watching something like that that was encouraged by our president. This is disgraceful, and I don't know if I was in that position, I don't know what I would feel like doing. I know what I would feel like doing, I know I wouldn't do it, but, and it's amazing how people who are black and brown, how they are restrained to the extent that they are about watching things like that and watching what Trump does in terms of his own sense of, uh, affiliation with the right-wing extremists and nationalists. So I'm glad I had an eruption. I'd like to have more of them maybe because they feel good, but I hope you learn something from this and maybe what you can learn is that just to try to help us each other be not discouraged by these things that are happening in our society because it's pretty hard not to be discouraged and it's pretty hard not to see how they're affecting our children now and also in their for their future because our children are our future and they have to have hope and they have to believe that there's light at the end of the tunnel and the way things are going now it's hard to believe that but we can and i hope this podcast gives you some sense of some somebody's out there like me who is really concerned about this and wants to do something about it and the best of my ability and the best of my ability right now is to make these podcasts therapy for the heart which which is really about the children and uh, it starts with them it is with the heart that one see right what can see rightly what's essential is invisible to the eye and that's what i'd like to think about what's important is not the externals but what's inside us Okay, so I'm going to sign off for now. This is the 85th episode of the podcast Therapy for the Heart. I hope you can download the episodes and subscribe also if you can. And uh, check out the psychotherapy videos also on YouTube, which is also Therapy for the Heart. And if you have a question, you can uh, send me, shoot me an email at um, 
at marksell at gmail.com. And again, remember to download the episodes and subscribe if you can. I want to thank David for helping me with this podcast and setting it up for me. And uh, we both wish you a happy new year. And hopefully you can continue to listen to the podcasts and enjoy them. We wish you the best in the new year, and we'll see you next week.